When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, and it still hurts. Um, <coughs> right, I'm I am Jack, by the way. Uh, Raj, you there? Yeah, if I'm going to be the light uh, and sort of the sunny, the one with sunny disposition on this podcast, then you know something's gone wrong. Uh, Seb, I am also here. Yeah, hello. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, should we? Let's, when is let's the last start... time we actually recorded? I can't remember. It's been that long. Fucking months. What is a three? Wow. I want to say pre-Stoke because I think that's a bit of a, an enthusiasm drop. I think you've just wiped your memory to everything pre-Stoke. Yeah, no, I mean, like Stoke's a kind of uh, yeah. There is nothing. Is it like a that trigger a ha- word that for was you? A happy place, wasn't it? I, I, I want to go back to Stoke and live there. Just so I can live amongst the memories of that night. Christ, dear. Be careful what you wish for. Mate, no, yeah, no, no, really yeah be very careful, mate. Stoke was fucking weird as a place. <laughs> we can just talk about Stoke and train stations mate, for an hour or two. When I got to Stoke, yeah. And I think, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to try and turn this in. We're not going to ignore the, the, the obvious for the entire episode. But I got to Stoke, I got off the train, and um, done my stuff in my hotel room. And uh, I walked outside and, and there was uh, like a bus stop. And I thought, right, well, there's a whole load of locals there. I'll, I'll ask them where downtown Stoke is. And um, I wandered up and I was like, oh, you know, can you tell me? Excuse me, Squire. Where yeah. is the city centre? <laughs> Hello, my good man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he curtsies. Being as southern as I possibly could be. And he was like, what do you mean, Stoke? I was like, well, you know, Boots, Carphone Warehouse, Nando's preferably. And he just had no idea what... It was weird. It was kind of... Did he Did he call you duck? All right, duck. <laughs> That's how we all talk there. They all say, all right, duck. No, no, I don't know, mate. No, it's got quite a... Um, horrible. Like a uh, in fact, I'm not going to say that. Like, carry on. No, don't censor yourself. Don't, censor don't be yourself. worried about the people on Twitter. Though. If it's that bad, we've we've edited things out you've said before. We can do it again. No, no, it's not. It wasn't like a, it wasn't going to be a problematic comment. It wasn't. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> there've been a few of those, um, but no, no, I'm, I'm not ready we for that. We could change the name of this podcast to "Problematic Comment." That'd be quite. That is actually quite a good name. That's that would be. Let's move on. I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about any of this. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves for an hour, and I'll just. If you want to listen, to I'll make the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of is fitting, though, isn't it? When like when 
and Stoke being representing a happy place yeah. tells you kind of how shite things ended up, isn't it? Like it's uh, let's 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 go into the actual before we talk about like the bigger picture and the season as a whole. <laughs> let's just try and narrow it to Newcastle as a performance of its own merit or lack thereof, um, as much we can. It was an apocalyptic performance from Tottenham Hotspur, wasn't it? it was like easily, easily the worst we've seen in over a year from the lads. But yeah, mate, like, long, longer than that, it's like watching a Wande Ramos team. Like, I, I don't, I, yeah, just, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready. Sorry. <laughs> just, I am, um, I must confess, I, lo- I looked out here because um, I was watching it on a dodgy stream and I'd gone over, it was my granddad's birthday. Bad things seem to happen to Tottenham whenever there's a family birthday, by the way. We're just talking about how Gareth Bale left on my birthday. 15th of May is my granddad's 72nd um, that Sunday. Um, So we're having a roast, um, as you do. And um, it were 2-1, so we'd just scored, and they'd just had a man sent off, and dinner were ready. So I sort of turned it off and left it to the side and went to thing went to eat and um, sort of with the vague assumption that they're at least going to get a draw out of this. Ten men away at Newcastle, even though they may have a bit of pride on the line and what have you. There's only one way this is going to go from here, especially given that we scored on that. And um, me, me old man's phone kept buzzing on the table. And like, there was that, me and him kept looking at each other from across the table, sort of knowingly going like, oh yeah, they're, they're Tottenham goals that are, that are going in. And then he picks up his phone like halfway through dinner and all I hear from behind is, oh, fucking hell. And he <laughs> comes back to, and he just goes, 4-1. I was like, what? To, to Newcastle? He went, yeah. Did that have 10 men? He's like, yeah. Oh, Christ. And then, obviously, it finished 5-1. Not gone back to watch Match of the Day or anything like that. Oh, fuck that shit. I've just thought of, you know, it's like an episode of The Twilight Zone. It's just, there was one happy place, and then I went elsewhere, and I live in ignorance forever on from here. I'll never, ever, ever see that game again, ever. Anything about it. it, A similar similar thing that was quite funny with, uh, like, Charlotte and I, because I I, I watched it, and uh, we... Got up early that morning, as you do on the weekends, sort of went to the gym and everything like that, and then came back, had a few drinks and stuff, a few beers, and like started watching the game, and 2-0 to Newcastle, and she was just like, fuck this, I'm tired, we've been up early, I've had a drink. She just fell asleep on the sofa, it's like, nah, this is going. The game played out, and then she woke up toward the end and was just like, oh, wake up at some point what was the score and I was just like just don't just you just don't want to know just like, what was the score <laughs> I told her 5-1 she didn't even react she didn't say anything she genuinely just turned around and went back to sleep again and was just just couldn't face it and the whole evening the pair of us like because she she like you know it's not even the like, oh, she puts up with me, which like Charlotte's a massive Spurs for anyone that you know, doesn't know her. No, I mean she's massively she's, Spurs. I've, yeah, I've met both massive, together. I met her at I met her at White Hart Lane. Yeah. You know, like she's she's a massive Spurs fan. Um, and so we were both just in vile moods that evening, just have like bickering about not like we were, you know, just with one another. It was just horrible. The whole next morning, both waking up in like right shitty moods and just like what are you looking at oh yeah what, what do you keep 
you are you taking ages in the bathroom are you doing you know just those stupid like bickering arguments <laughs> Bottling Fuck each off, other. I've drowned myself in the toilet <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was it was, it was horrible oh, so shit everything we were both trapped in that, in that misery yeah um, it wasn't even like you know like comfort with one another it's like fuck off you represent Spurs yeah so do you so if you can fuck <laughs> just... off as well which never met you <laughs> yeah. well, I've, um, I've just I've just pulled up me, um, so. some of our texts from that day Jack and um, I text you are, they, are these are these live friendly yeah I'll, I'll let it out the nice. ones that are problematic so like uh, <laughs> this is sort of 20 past 7 um, in the evening and I text you saying I'm still mad um, and uh I said, I'm not well, I'm tired, my body hurts, and this is just compounded it all. What a way to end the season. And you replied within seconds saying, mate, I'm fucking pissing blood. Hamilton and I are in stinking mood. She sat in the other room. (laughs) 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 The next text is, I don't even properly give a fuck about the Champions League. Well, I do, but right now I can do one. (laughs) (laughs) My my, my reply was, we best win the Champions League. I actually ended that tirade with bring back Sherwood. That's how bad a mood I was in. I'm sure that's a joke. No, you're in a bad mood if that was, yeah. But, I I mean, (laughs) you did. You did say, you said that, you said next year's going to be cursed. Uh, Harry Kane's going to get found out. Ali Kane's going to, Ali Kane? Ali's going to go off. Ali Kane sounds like an incredible player. Imagine. (laughs) Dembele turns back into a crab. I'm biting on Facebook. What am I doing? Oh god, yeah! I started biting at fucking gooners as well. I I couldn't I couldn't not do it. Is it let me find some. Did I send you the responses? The things I sent to the gooners? No, no. It was but just I... terrible. Like to, you know, just that kind of like shitty response. When it's like I don't want people to think I care, but I can't let this slide. You know, and you yeah. send those long-winded, fucking stupid replies to me. You know they want. It's what they're milking, but I couldn't help it when I'm sending back, yeah, you've had a great season when all you're doing is celebrating finishing it above the club that you have called shit for the past 12 months, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, after the second I say it, and they just reply with, ha, 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 ha. It's just like, that's what you want. This is what I do to people all the time. Why yeah. am I falling for this? It was it was just a raw experience. I mean, even my mates are a Leeds fan, so they've got no right to to be laughing at anyone. But even them, they're they're riling me up. And then you've got my cousins that I often speak about, Man United and Arsenal fan, telling me that sort of the last time Tottenham won the league, none of our family had seen this country before. And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's true and it's funny, but it's just like it's not what I want to hear right now. No. Um, oh God. But it's just um, everyone comes out of woodwork, don't they? And I mean, the flip side of that is with a little bit of distance, it's good that they do because there's years gone by where sort of we finish the season and nobody cares because it's there's there's nothing that's the matter with it, and it sort of it comes with the territory of when you're a better club. There's you know higher the higher you climb, the the further you fall. But Christ, if there's if there's anyone not prepared to deal with that it, fall when it comes, when it looks as if it's not going to be inevitable and out of nowhere it is again, it's it's horrible. Even that Southampton game. I mean, me and Seb spoke about it um, 
on the sort of the the podcast that we cut down because I got ill um, before we released the Newcastle one, and I can't even remember what we said, but I imagine we were in this mood only slightly better with the caveat that oh, at least we'll win at Newcastle. So that Southampton game doesn't even matter because that Newcastle game was almost there as like it was a safety bumper, wasn't it? It was like it was like his savings account. It was there, ready and waiting for a rainy day, and it was like it's all right. We get we get to beat Newcastle, and that's the season done. And we we can be disappointed about not winning a title, but we'll we'll finish second. We'll take finishing above Arsenal, and but that's another monkey off his back, and and that's going to be important. And then when it ends and it's sort of it's the same but different as every other season and you've not even got more points than that AVB year and and all that sort of all those statistics even when people don't want to try and take the piss out of you but sort of you've got opt to geo type account bringing out statistics like that that when you're in that foul of a mood it's sort of it's another dagger yeah it's just it's unavoidable especially with with how weird and how mad the country's gone over Leicester and I mean You've got to caveat it with, with not trying to sound like the fucking Grinch and going on and all that sort of business, but it's everywhere. And you, you know, especially when I don't know if Seb, if you've had this or even you, Jack, given you know, sort of work within the parameters of, of the game and you're supposed to know about it in air quotes. You've got, you know, people asking you, oh, how come you didn't stick a tenner on Leicester at the start of the year? Do you know how much money you'd have won? It's like, there's a fucking reason there were 55,000 or one or whatever they were because nobody thought it was going to happen. If I, it was a waste of a tenner at the start of the year, oh, when all those, it's, started, it's, all it's of it compounds to the misery. They're, uh, they're bad. I think the, the, the main thing about them, about Leicester City, you know is, what it is, Jack, uh, you know what it is, yeah, you know, yeah. when, you know, when Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones does his trial by combat <laughs> and yeah. his man is one, He's clearly won. Peter Dinklage is free. And then he starts talking and he doesn't shut up. And it's there to be won. And because of stupidity, he doesn't win when he should. And, he, you know, it's hubris that, that collapses him. Um, that's what happened. We we had our head caved in by the mountain when we shouldn't have done. We, we should have killed the mountain and we failed because we took his eye off the ball and it was... Uh, it was uh, displeasing. That's that's if you want to go watch back, and it was just as gory. Yeah, it was. I think the the, the problem there was there's there's been a, a a real conflation of issues with that five one defeat. People have debated like, oh well, you know, the Spurs fans like as much as the Spurs fans want to believe that the players care as much about finishing above Arsenal, blah 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 blah. To me, that like that stuff shouldn't even enter the equation. The fact of the matter is, I'm not even saying we should definitely have beaten Newcastle. If you just take that on face value, the performance, the result, everything about it, it was unacceptable. It was totally unacceptable. And whether or not you want to say like, oh, they've had the wind knocked out of their sails, isn't that? Fuck off. Like they are, they were, they're still paid professionals and that 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 was pitiful the, the the performance against southampton was fucking pitiful as well to be honest but that one against newcastle fucking what's his was, name sean davis scored twice stephen davis or whatever his name is uh mate it was pathetic and the the thing is the the only reason why i mean we guess we can start to look at the season as a bigger thing a lot of people have said oh you know like we shouldn't judge the season like based on what happened in the last few games. And I agree with that to to an extent. I do agree with that to an extent. But it's it's 
it's a very selective morality to say, well, you know, let's pick out all the great games and all the times the lads have played really well when, you know, when they can potentially win the league and stuff. And we've had so much to enjoy this season. We have. You can't take that away. I've had some of the best times of my life as a Spurs fan this year, like the Man City game away. How exciting that was. How incredible that performance was. The grit and the tenacity everything that we showed at the same time you can't just wipe out that final month of the season and pretend it didn't happen because it did and those guys are still for everything we've spoken about for the new spirit of spurs and this new mentality that pochettino's instilled they didn't show an ounce of that in the last month and that is something that they need to have levied against them and i get it they're a young team they're learning so on and so forth but to me it was it was childish it was it was petulant it was it was it was a, almost a sense of entitlement that came to the fore. I feel with the Southampton game and with that Newcastle game, and it did piss me off. It really pissed me off. I didn't feel sympathy for the players. I didn't. I didn't feel sorry for them. I felt pissed off. I felt actually a bit let down by them. And that might sound harsh. That might sound a bit OTT, but I, I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that whether or not they care about finishing above Arsenal. Like they should still care about the fact that they are professionals and they still have a job to do. And just because they haven't won the league doesn't mean they get to clock out. They don't. And they did. They completely clocked out. And, and I, to be honest with you, I don't even fully buy that whole excuse that, well, you know, they're not Spurs fans, so they don't care about finishing above Arsenal. It's, again, it's a facile argument because they should, because... That's it. It kind of is, and it sounds so small club. But you can even see from the way the Arsenal fans kind of react. It to to completely deny the fact that Arsenal having a twenty-one year hoodoo over our club means nothing. Only it only means something to the fans is bollocks. That's total bollocks, and it's such an excuse to say that that shouldn't matter to the players because they're not fans because it represents something massive and to deny that i think it is it's just abject denial i think it i think it it gives such an excuse to players that that kind of shit should matter about and it should matter to because it's representative of a shift in mentality to me it's representative of what pochettino has you know been said to be building in these players it's all well and good to say oh we've got this great mentality and we've got this new fighting spirit when there's a title on the line but just because that hasn't happened doesn't mean that, that they get a pass to let that go because they played well earlier on in the season if there's a true shift in mentality they keep fighting till the end they play and they bring their best to every single game that they're playing in and they don't get to clock out of that. That, to me, is a true shift in mentality. And until they can demonstrate that, I'm, you know, I'm not fully on board with the fact that, you know, there aren't still things that need to be worked on in that team, and there aren't still characters that potentially need to work on themselves. You know? Yeah. And I know it sounds harsh, and I'm probably waffling a bit. Uh, it's not. Not. It's not too harsh. I don't think. It's just, you know, I, I, I just I just think it's more like, you know, and it sounds very negative. The thing is, again, I'm not saying, like, I'm not, where we are, I mean, there's... there's been... We won't be negative for the whole podcast. If we sort of, if we nah. air, air our demons first and then sort of digest it afterwards, um, I, that's again, the natural we're, we're progression. We're only pissed off because those guys have played so well 
that they've raised our expectations. And it's like being a parent, they, isn't it? We're, we're not mad, we're yeah. just disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And I, 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 I'm fully aware of the fact that I'm only pissed off because these it's guys Arsenal. actually started to make me believe that there was something different there. And there is something different there. Don't like There is. I said at the start of the season, sixth place would be a great finish. And it would have been. And it's great. But, you know, you, you, you can't just deny what you're seeing in front of your in front of your face you know you, no. you can't look at a performance like the Southampton home game and like that Newcastle away game and say I'm happy to see that happen because I saw us win away at Man City earlier on in the season or I saw us beat a fucking dead on their feet Stoke team for like it's I don't know someone else take the reins I'm, I've there was um too- I, I wrote some um a few days after that Newcastle game about because there's there were a, a Naturally, as there is at that sort of point, there's sort of um, season review type things that come out, and and often um, people will try and digest it and they'll make the good points, and then they'll they'll sort of roll out the caveats and the silver linings. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all because there are plenty of them to do. And as you've said plenty of times, there, Jack, there's by no means is is this a a poor season, but at that time. It didn't feel appropriate to be offering sort of a, a leaf to them because it was, um, I think the disappointment needed to be sort of wallowed in a bit more because I think that's, I think that's healthy to, to have that disappointment because I think if you write off the season and sort of give them an excuse and say it was a good year and sort of let them have that and almost sort of write it off for, for other things and say all in all it's come out balanced um, then maybe it doesn't give them the chip on the shoulder that they need to have for next season because I think next year there's a there's a chance that perhaps there could have been some discrepancy not discrepancy some uh, some like some laziness maybe towards the start of the year um, because they were um, they they were sort of buying into their own hype and after a good finish and all that sort of business but they've got something to prove again now and they've got a, a fan base that for 90, 99% of the season was more behind them than perhaps I've ever seen a, a Spurs team and a fan base before in my lifetime and they've they've you know they've lost quite a lot of that respect and and supportership that they'd earned in you know two games essentially and one game especially I mean had they narrowly lost that Newcastle game perhaps it'd be a bit different but the manner of defeat the fact that it harked back to those games against sort of Liverpool and City and and Chelsea where they they would give up under the likes of Sherwood before is something that we'd never seen before under Pochettino and it was that was the disappointment of it all and sort of another point I made in that that article was that you know, I think this is probably the harshest thing I've I've said about Tottenham all season, but I think there's a question to be asked over the way in which Pochettino handles the Arsenal rivalry. And I'm perfectly I'm, I'm perfectly well aware that he's he's never lost to them in the league and, and he's got a good record there. But if you look back to sort of the the the, the first time this year in the cup Maybe it was the second time, but the cup game essentially this year at home, where we played a, a change side, um, so that we could play our first team against City, and you know by all means that City game was a as a highlight of the year, beating them four one at home. But 
it's it wasn't bigger than the Arsenal game and the cup. It didn't matter that it was a cup game. It didn't matter that it was the early rounds. It didn't matter what team they put out. It was Tottenham against Arsenal. And um, there's a certain amount of respect you you afford that fixture more than anything else. And he repeated that sort of that attitude towards a fixture in what he was saying towards the end of the year. And I don't expect him to come out and say, yeah, it's our season now depends on finishing above Arsenal because that's poor PR. But at the same time, completely sort of talking it down and saying it doesn't matter or anything is flies against the connection he's made with the fan base. He needs to recognise that he, he probably should just say, you know, yeah, we understand what this means to the fans and, and we'll do his best to get us over the line. I mean... And you could even caveat that one and say in the grander scheme of things in the season, um, perhaps it doesn't matter. But to this club and this fan base, it, it is, it, it's, it's an issue. And it's obviously a record we're not proud of and want to get over. And that would have earned him so many more points with with the fan base than just sort of completely pushing it under the carpet. And I, I realise that he may be doing that to protect his, his players because he knows they're young men and perhaps their heads have dropped in training and perhaps they he can see in them that, Maybe they've not got the the fight in them that they had a few weeks prior, um, and maybe he was just protecting them and sort of not wanting them to give them too much pressure. And, and maybe, you know, as I say, sweep it under the rug. But that's not how it comes across when when you say something like that, and then you go and get done five one against ten men against their already relegated team. It it just um, it makes it even more sour. So. I realise it's it's slightly harsh, um, but I think that's something that next year I'd like to see rectified. Even just even if it's the little things and discourse and the way it's discussed and the way they, if we get them again in the early rounds of the cup, I don't care who we've got the next game. We put out the first team because that's what it demands. And I, I have everything. That's the, that's the only thing that I was. I think if if I've said anything that maybe have been. Even slightly out of turn, it may have been that, but that's that's what I felt at the time. And you know, repeating that sentiment now, it's not something that I'm I'm too disappointed in myself for saying or, or feel that is is overly negative or or incorrect. No, not at all, mate. And you you know, I love Pochettino. He's like El Grande Jefe. Like he's, he's the man. Uh, me he's too. I, I, I you don't have a bad yeah. word to say him for ninety percent of the time, of course. But. You know, I'll, I'll happily say that. You know, much as I love the fact he's, he doesn't like to offer these sound bites, and he knows his own mind, and he knows this, and he knows that. At the same time, he's not bigger than Tottenham Hotspur. His will, his ego, doesn't supersede the club. And what is important to the club is the rivalry of Arsenal, and he needs to acknowledge that. He needs to. He needs to work like. I know it sounds fucking tub thumping. I know it sounds tribal. It sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, he needs to start to respect that fixture. Like I, I'm, I, I, I like to think I'm a fairly, fairly rational fan. Let me say, come, fairly rational. I probably haven't shown it that much this, uh, this pod, but even I feel uncomfortable with the way he handles that fixture. And I, I love him. I'm a big advocate of his. I, don't, I, I, I want to hear a Tottenham manager give a fuck about the Arsenal games. I want to, and I, I, I understand, I completely 
I'm like I'm acutely aware of the fact he doesn't want to put extra pressure on the lads and all this guy. But at the same time, fuck them. They're playing for Tottenham, and they need to know that this game's important. And if they don't, and if they can't handle the fact that they should be bringing their best game to a game against Arsenal, they should be wanting to finish above Arsenal, then they're not really, I don't know, ever going to be like Tottenham legends or whatever. I don't know. I don't really know an appropriate way to sort of say what I'm feeling. I just, I just want to feel that the people, the club that I support and the people who are running the club actually don't even like, they don't have to feel it in their hearts. They don't have to feel that passion, but to at least understand like it it, it didn't have to be we, like this no I, I just think we i just honestly i think like there's too much like i understand that the, the the like the modern game is different that these players are you know they're professionals they're men doing a job they're this or that but like you can't i just refuse to believe that you can just completely wipe this stuff out of the equation you can't just give players a free pass to this kind of stuff because like I, I you know for example in my job I don't passionately care about the company I work for like, sorry boss if you're listening but like I don't I don't passionately care but at the same time I know we have rival companies and I know we have to outperform them I know that because and that's why you're shooting bags really, and post them through the letterbox <laughs> well yeah but it's it's like, it doesn't really, yeah, people say, well, you know, it doesn't have a tangible effect. Like, you know, they clocked out because we were in the Champions League and it doesn't matter if we finish second or third. If we're going to make it robotic like that, it's a bollocks argument as well because it does matter because you get more money for finishing second. So if we're going to take it to a completely binary, non-emotional level like that, then these guys are professionals and they should be aiming to finish as high as they can in the league. So We may as well go and start supporting some team in New York that's an advertising prospect for an energy drinks company or an incestuous sister of a oil-rich Premier League club. If if you're going to sort of boil it down to the point where emotions aren't allowed to be involved in sport, then there's no point sort of wasting your breath. It's... I don't know. I, I, I'm sounding far too negative now. Um, and, and Seb, have you, have you got anything to pile in with? No, or are you no, just happy? Not really, mate. I don't. I mean, I <laughs> come on, I, ER. No, I just I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to listen or discuss any of this. I don't. I just not. Have you have you sort of like muted us and just? No, I'm listening, but I I don't have it. I mean, Jack covered what I feel. I mean, I I mean, I there's sort of slight difference in. Yeah, I, I think the one thing I'll say is regarding the Arsenal thing, I think that what undid Poch there was probably, um, I think he was wrong, and I've written as much. Uh, I think maybe um, he what he said was sort of slightly more ambiguous than it's been presented as, because I think the point he was trying to make, although he didn't really make it, was that um, we can't be the kind of club who views success as literally finishing above Arsenal. What he implied by saying that was the Arsenal rivalry isn't that important. And also factor in that League Cup game back in October or whenever it was, and, and it doesn't look very good. And like you know, the concerns about that are very um very well grounded. Um but yeah, he um I I I take part of it's his fair point. to say, Seb, not to interrupt you, sorry, but even the way that me and Jack have spoken, um you were 
I would say, easily the most disappointed out of all of us. You were the one that... Me and Jack could have done this it's a not, week ago. It's not, we it's not disappointed, right? Just, just, I mean, you just feel wounded because I just... I um. You you took it very personally. Is, um, is that a, I was, I was, that a wrong I felt very betrayed by what happened in Newcastle as a fan. Because you... I mean, you from the outside looking in, obviously with, you know, with the podcast and things, you were, you were going out of your way to go to shit places like Stoke. You... Yeah, but it, like it's not even that, mate. Even if I hadn't done that, it's just that I, I, I didn't mind. I wasn't I, losing the championship was what it was, and at the end of the day, we're all big enough and mature enough to say, you know, um, with the exception of their races forward, uh, well done, Leicester, because they deserved it. They were the best team in the league. Danny Simpson, yeah, Danny Simpson can fuck off as well. I mean, that's another thing that, that Gary Lineker can pretend doesn't happen. The old domestic violence. Um, by the way, can I say that? I like, like, I, 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 I actually, that's what I talk about. Lineker, Lineker's no, really disappointed me during this. Um, like, his loyalty is to Leicester. Fine, that's that's all good. But Lineker's one of those people that kind of pretends to bat away at, at, at sort of discrimination in the game. And what is that? The hell is this? It's Ludovico Arnaudi. Wow, that's that's loud. Turn it off. Mate, turn the fuck off, mate. It's hurting my ears. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll put it in underneath. Lin- Lineker, Lineker is, like, I, I respect Gary Lineker, what he was as a player. He's gone full and Pierce I, Morgan. Yeah, this, but the thing season. is, Lin- Lineker, Lineker's, Lineker has, has adopted that kind of, <laughs> it's it not out, racist man. when it happens to someone that's wearing my club shirt mentality, which for someone that works for the BBC is a fucking disgrace. Like, I mean, look, I... I I don't mind if people want to separate Vardy the player from Vardy the person because people are absolutely entitled to do that. That's something that everybody does with athletes or, you know, it's it, it, a personal choice. Fine. I, I don't believe that every goal that Jamie Vardy scored should have been asterisk with, uh, yeah, but he's actually a bit of a racist. I don't agree with that because, you know, that's a, that's a more all-encompassing perspective. Lineker's, um, his head in the sand, you know, well, he kind of apologised... I thought undermined who he, who he is as a personality. Um, and I've seen a lot of um, like Tottenham fans. Bankrupt, yeah, has actually done a pretty fine job of... I mean, you know, we all laugh about it and it's funny, but in all seriousness, he's done a pretty... pretty. This is Bankrupt's first, for people who don't, who don't know. Um, has done a pretty fine job of going through Twitter and Lineker included, finding all those journalists who've, who've tweeted out things like, you know, uh, the zero tolerance to prejudice and, you know, oh, this can't be allowed to stand. And, you know, having a go at, at sort of the way in which other countries and other leagues and other fan bases explain away um, instance of prejudice or um, uh, racially offensive behavior. And then within the same sort of 30 seconds, retweeted them going, yeah, Jamie Vardy's got my vote as player of the year. Fantastic story. Like, it's a... I have no problem with recognising what he achieved as a footballer. But if you're going to sort of present this stance of being a kind of a Mr. Morality and a um, and a, a, a sort of a, a symbol of all that is pure in the game, you can't then turn around and whitewash that and I've also, I mean, he's he's someone that I'm close to because he's always he's always been very supportive of me, uh, professionally. But um, many people will have read Jonathan Liu's Facebook post. Um, I, I can't remember when he he did it. Sort of maybe a couple of months ago. Um, it was right after um, Jamie Vardy had broken the. Consistent yeah, goal yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and um, the abuse Jonathan got um, was vile. Um, 
and he got abuse purely for pointing out something that was factual. Uh, yeah. And even even as, as recently as last a, a, a few weeks ago, Leicester fans on some forum had um, had constructed a poll um, <laughs> yeah, so to to determine who was the greatest villain in their season, and they had Jonathan on there, and I just thought, then he come like third. Yeah, he, he, he plays pretty highly. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I um, I'll be the first person to be magnanimous in defeat and to say that. Leicester City won the title because they won it by 10 points. And, and I reject entirely the idea that we lost it at Chelsea because how do we want, I mean, did we really think that winning winning at Stamford Bridge, had we done that, then we could have relied upon Everton to get something the next weekend? Of course not. It just made the whole thing more heartbreaking. Um, so that is what it is. But this, it, this, this is just one of the things that added into to the way I feel about football at the moment, generally. Like, that the kind of the 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 whitewashing of the Vardy thing, which doesn't detract from what Leicester achieved. I'm not trying to sort of I'm not trying to use something which is pretty serious to score sort of trivial little football points with other fan bases because I know Leicester fans and and I'm happy for them because this is likely the only time they'll ever get to do this. Good for them. Um, but that uh, combined with the kind of things like Newcastle, which I. I, 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 Jack is absolutely right. I don't, I, I, the bigger picture stuff, fine. We'll all get to thinking about the Champions League. We'll all enjoy it when we get there. Great. But that performance in Newcastle was just a big middle finger to the fans. And that's unforgivable. That that must never, ever, ever happen again. It's not a kind of, oh, Spurs being Spurs. Fucking pathetic. I mean, everything that you, you know, the, 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 I mean, yes, it, it's true to say that we're, we're as disappointed as we are because of the performances that we saw. But in a way, that makes it worse because the performances that we saw during the season mean that something like that, losing to that Newcastle team, plays for the sake of, uh, with maybe seven or eight of the players that start that game, are playing for the sake of earning themselves transfers. We have beaten 5-1 by a team like that. I'm not a sort of a shouty fan. I'm not someone that has meltdowns. That was just that was a, that was a betrayal. That was awful. Um, and it's the kind of thing that you know. Yes, you can say, well, there are still positives, and there absolutely are, and we'll have a good summer, and and next season will be even better, hopefully. But at the same time, it's the kind of thing that we don't just being spursy about it. It would 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 just be to sort of laugh it off and go, oh well, you know. You know, it's it's just something that's typical with our club. No, that that's that's the kind of thing which I wrote afterwards. I, I don't want to see, um, and I, I will probably get some abuse for this. I don't want to see Ryan Mason play for Tottenham again, um, because he's not good enough, and there is no reason to accommodate a player like that because of his past and because he came from our academy. He's not good enough, so goes, because that's the kind of club we have to be. Like we, we I, I don't really I want to I want us to behave like a winning club all the stuff that Poch says about well you know finishing you know eighth and Arsenal finishing finishing ninth doesn't constitute a success and he's right and therefore also everything has to be sort of tailored around that approach Ron Mason's not good enough he, he was given a chance Dembele got his ban he came in he was shit in all three games he played you're, you're gone you're done is it like six chance. games on the trot now when he started with yeah, but he's fucking he's not good enough to play at this level of the game and that's he's very regrettable. He, he seems like a very nice boy and he's a very honest professional and he would never willingly let anybody down. But I don't care about that. Football is competitive. We are a club looking upwards. We want to win. 
because that's the kind of club we, we, we should be aspiring to be. So if you're not good enough, fuck off. There, I'm, I'm done for 20 minutes. At the minutes. same time, though, with Mason, I, I, I would say, I mean, I know he's been playing for their injury. I agree. I agree he's not good enough to start. However, at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, but Jack, he's not good enough to be in the, He's not good enough to be an option, Jack, because the drop down between even like uh, Dembele has had a great season, but even the drop off, you, you should never have that situation in the squad in opposition. If you're serious about contesting for titles, the idea that you go from a an international of Dembele's class to a player of of, of Mason's uh, limitations, it's a nonsense. Like you know, we, but the, the, who can we sign and play that's going to be happy to essentially know they're going to sit on the bench? That's well, that's, that's the thing, mate. The, 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 that, them, that's the it? value of what we're trying to create. We're, we're trying to create a situation where there is a pure meritocracy, and no one signs just to sit on the bench. You sign, and you're able to compete. You may have to spend long periods of time out of the team, and you may have to work your way back, way into it over uh, over that sort of over months or weeks or whatever. But I think there is Ryan no Mason will never be able in, to do though. that. Like, what's the point? I think right. that's already happening to an extent, isn't it, Seb? I mean, if you look at somebody like Nabil Bentaleb, who by all accounts has had a bit of a paddy this year because his starting position has been threatened. His starting position is threatened because a child from League One has come in and earned his position in the team to such an extent that he's going to be starting in an international tournament. And there's, I don't think anybody ever expected Delhi Ali to have no. the influence this season that he's had. So if, if we... Even if we have that stature of signing repeated, and but there is, as you say, there is the intention behind it that no matter who you are, you you don't come. Nobody's guaranteed their place, or or there is no first choice team. There is eleven places available to the eleven best players in those positions yeah, in the squad. Roger, if, if players don't have the stomach for that, like, and and I'm not just going to pick on Mason because I think Son should go as well. Like son's got son. all, yeah, he's got all the ability in the world, but his attitude in that last game was was an embarrassment. Um, and I don't value, I don't value a player like that. He's only been there a yeah, year. Yeah, I don't care, it? mate. You don't. There's no. There's no. He's a kid. Mate, he's an international player. He's played in, in an elite. His attitude league. has been questionable. It's not good enough, mate. Bentele, like these, these players, like one of the worst things you can be as a footballer is is someone who's talented but doesn't extract the most from his talent. Son has had good the, moments, think, but when when you when you when he was given an opportunity, like when Ali was suspended, he came in. The argument you're making now is the argument that people were making about Eric Lamella twelve months ago. No, Lamella's attitude has never been wrong. Lamella's no, performance were, has been people wrong. People were accusing Lamella's attitude of being wrong. Yeah, but like who, mate? Who that we respect was making that argument? Nobody. Exactly. I mean, but like, that doesn't, like, that doesn't like... discount from the fact that the argument was there. I think, I think uh, Ryan Mason has had an opportunity to do so, and I agree with that. I think not good enough. Son has Get not out. had the time enough. No, no, I, I, I don't think so, mate. Because this is not this is not a cohesion problem with Son. Like he does have that, and there is the kind of the element of he doesn't. I, I've said before, he is a uh, a finely crafted. I think Adverbatum, a well crafted musical instrument. He's not quite in tune with the rest of the band. That is a, on a talent basis, that is a, a completely reasonable excuse for his level of performance. His level of application is something different entirely. His level of application at Newcastle was the kind where you think you can go now. Like, you is it, go just, is it on out. the basis of that one match and one match That's alone? All it that takes, you mate, if, you, if you haven't got the heart for that kind of occasion, if it doesn't matter to you enough, is it? Is there not yourself. a case that he could make a Jan Vertonghen type return to form? 
No, I don't think. I don't of think course, he was a man that lent famously that next level. to uh, his. Yeah, well, against the dressing room, against the tunnel. It may, it's just, it's, it's, and, and Bentley, by the way, uh, we're not going to mention it because these are sort of, these are rumors that we've, we sort of picked up. If half of what's been said about Bentley is true, he should go before the European Championship starts. Like, if you, if you've got someone that, well, we actually, let's not talk about this because we can't go into specifics, but yeah, not upset if he goes. That's my pricey on that. You're getting rid of us. Get rid of the players that haven't got the heart. Valkovic, mate, that was absolutely the right decision. Like you, you have players that I, want a place I, in the I, first team but aren't willing to prove that they're worth it. Get out. Like you, this is not to, how to a contending extent. team behaves. I don't. I don't think Son belongs in that same category of player. I think there is an element of perhaps throwing the baby out with the bathwater as as far no, as that's concerned. Can go, I would, can, yeah, I'd give I'd give Son a bit longer. I will be honest, Seb. But I, I, honestly, I but yeah, say, honestly, I, when yeah. you when you when you look at that, like when you looked at his level of performance, is that something you thought? There is no mitigation for that. There is no kind of with a with a like with someone like a, a Kane or an Alderweireld or a Dyer, you, you think, yeah, well, you've played a ridiculous amount of football this season. Son's barely played for six months, and I mean, you are you, you're, the application was uh, Mason. Mason had no application problem. He's just not good enough. That's forgivable, but you know, still thanks, but you know, go, go and play for Bournemouth. Um, of all the the last people that I expected you to turn your gun on, Son was no, nah, mate. That, that, somewhere that, that, I, I, I wouldn't have done before I saw that. But then you see I mean, certain well, things from players. Earlier on in the season, you've seen you've seen it all throughout the year. There's, I think, one of the things that's particularly galled me about Son is his like his. It's not even an inability; it's his unwillingness to track back. Yeah, that has fucked me off about him consistently throughout the season. When he loses the ball. He has that air of throwing his arms up and not chasing, and it that is, and it, 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 that's what's irritated me. But I, at the same time, I do think he's young enough. Like I think you've also got to remember, Seb, like he is—he's an incredibly young man, right? And back home, he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's like—he's the biggest player in South Korea. He's the biggest player in kind of like you know the Asian continent, pretty much. You know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's an absolute superstar there. He's lauded and he has been for years. He's had a lot of smoke blown up his ass. If there and if there's a manager on the planet, mate, this, well this, this is the Kaisuke Honda. Yeah, yeah, but this, guys, this is a Kaisuke Honda argument. Like, it's a kind of. Yeah. I, I, I respect Honda's the in talent. His late 20s. I think yeah, you're but people, people have been saying this. Yeah, people have been saying the same thing about you. Honda for, for, for eight or nine years. But it hasn't been He's, eight or nine years with Seb. It's been six months. Yeah, but mate, are you, are you willing to. I'm willing to give him another fucking year. Yeah, I've said that for about the past ten minutes. Why, mate? After what? Well, after what you've seen? No, nah, mate. This Last is this is just this, this is a, this is this is a losing club's attitude. You don't forgive performances like that because you don't like if this has happened. If this has happened in his first month at the club, when all the arguments, you're quite right about Pochettino. If there is a manager who can provoke a, a change in character, then it is him. Son has been around this squad since when did we sign him? Late August. Like that's 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 eight nine months of this, and he still doesn't see. I can forgive like mispasses. I can forgive like positional errors, and I can forgive a player that misses chances. What I can't forgive is a player that sort of still after nine months of of working with this squad and seeing what's achieved through hard work and application and the right attitude, is someone that can still turn in performance like that. What more? What what is the um? The Lamella thing, Lamella always gave his, his, his very best, even if he was, you know, 
largely shit for 18 months through injury or confidence or uh, uh, cultural adjustment, whatever, however you want to term it. How can you how can you make how can you make an excuse for for someone that still doesn't know the effort level that's required and hasn't got the excuse of, of burnout or sort of you know of physical exhaustion? I don't I don't see the argument. He's got all the talent in the world, but like not not a, a not a player that sort of you know flaky. And that's absolutely not the kind of player we want on the Pochettino. Get get an offer for uh, fifty million. Take it. Go get out. <laughs> Let's uh, let's let's go somewhere. Ben's Mason. Nice. There is no happy place. It's been obliterated. There is. There is a happy place. By you, Arsenal and you've people. touched on one there. Eric Lamella, who is love, now, I love Lamella. Towards the end of the season, has started to, and I've seen even some of the most blowhard anti-Lamella types on Twitter start to say, like, you know what? I hold my hands up. The lad is quality, and. Yeah. I think he's really, he started to, it, it, the evolution of Eric Lamella over these past couple of seasons, um, how, I, I think it, I can't remember who it was that wrote the piece, one of you two wrote the piece about how he's essentially been Pochettino's biggest project, how he's how he's not made Eric Lamella a better player, he's made Eric Lamella a different player. He's actually deconstructed him, he's looked at what Eric Lamella could do in the Premier League and reshaped him and rebuilt him into what is now genuinely a player who is on the verge of being a world-class footballer. Like he, he, Towards the tail end of that season for Spurs, he was, he was up there with the best. He was up there with Ali. He was up there with Kane. He was absolutely phenomenal. Mm. And I think mm. that's such a turn from, from a player that I was hoping would be at least above average after after everything he'd come through, after you know the amount of times he was nearly going to be sold or we were just going to fucking whatever give him back to River Plate or something. Marseille wasn't it? Uh, I think oh, we we're going to loan him to Marseille. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for him to now be honestly one of the most important players in our team. You know, he he has to me at least he has become one of those players that when I see he's not on the team sheet, I think. Mm, like Liverpool, yep. Liverpool yep. was a prime example of fuck. Lamella's not playing, and I, 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 as much as I've always been an advocate of his, I've never really felt that about him. I've never felt like you know, ah, oh, fuck, he's not playing, so mm. we're going to be in trouble here. But he's he's become that. He's become undroppable. Yep, yep, he's um, he's uh, no Lamella is everything that's good about. Like, he's kind of the reflection of everything that's good about Pochettino. Like, he's. Uh, I, I don't have more admiration for 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 any any current Tottenham player than um, than Eric Mellow, purely because of where he's come from, like from, from his role and from what he was, and and there are very few modern players now who um, would tolerate that level of negativity and the kind of you know what it was like when when we, when you're sitting at Lane and, and when he'd lose the ball, you remember that noise that used to come from the stands. Yeah, there's yeah. so many players now that would just think, "Fuck this! I'm going back to Italy. I'm going to France. I'm going somewhere where you know." I don't have this kind of pervasive negativity surrounding me all the time. And um, for someone to fight through that, uh, man, Lamella can play in my team any week. He's great. Danny Rose, yep. another example yeah, of a player like that. Yeah, he's been great. Like he's been good. Really Kyle good. Kyle Walker, yep. another example of a player like that. Um, Musa Dembele, I guess, to a lesser extent. Yep. Still, he's... Well, he's even Kane, I mean, guys, because, I, I mean, I, like, I was a... I, you know, I, I used to hate the idea of Kane coming on and substitute appearances and, and you know, Euro Kane League. Kane truther. 
Yeah, it's like it's, uh, it's um, I've never been happy to be wrong about anything than I was about Kane and Dembele. I think Vertonghen as well. Vertonghen. The... I think the Vertonghen is slightly different because Vertonghen, we've always known Vertonghen is a very, very capable footballer. Um, I think that sort of Sherwood is the and like tying this back in what we said earlier, Rog. Like difference between a Vertonghen and a Son is that Son wasn't Leave playing. Leave Son alone, mate. No, mate. Like, <laughs> like it, the difference between the two is this. that like one story, one was yeah. playing under Tim Sherwood. And so that's the asterisk. Uh, now we'll leave some. No, hang on a second. When I made the, uh, when I made, if you go back and I made this, uh, this point before that I wouldn't have played under Tim Sherwood and Buffy, you jumped down my throat. You can't join my ship now. It fits your agenda. That's not agenda, mate. It's just a difference between managers. Like you would still no, play. But you made the yeah, but I, at the time, I wanted the Tongan sold after the show had season because I still was angry with his professionalism, and you were wrong in that instance. My I point is wrong. that yes, you were. Um, you're I'm really like, wrong. No, no, you, you definitely. I love the needle. You, you, so you were definitely wrong. Um, <laughs> the, 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 Seb's got evil. Seb. Like, there's no, it. there's no sort of like, there's no mitigation in the Sun situation. Whereas in retrospect, there was with 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 Vatongan because we know what Sherwood was, um, and we've seen at Villa what he was. You know, the the very worst of him. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I haven't got the energy for this. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Lamella's great. <laughs> uh, somebody else speak for a while I don't uh, I'm so angry and unhappy <laughs> I'd just like to apologise to Son his family no uh, his mother if she's listening against the obvious tirade that was just done against you your, your son and your, your country um, yeah well you won't see him again until people until casting aspersions he wants to go and play in the Olympics instead of you know, instead of play for the club which is fine and I respect anybody who wants to play for their club. And also, if he wins something for his country, gets out of national service, fine. But I want players at the club <laughs> who, who treat the club as their priority. Right. It's a very fair argument. You don't like Son. I, I, this I, this is, is um... made... It is, it, no, that's not true. I do like Son. I think he's a brilliant footballer. I well, what, hate his attitude. Are you, are you comfortable with yourself right now, sir? I think he is a, he is a top six player. But if we, we are not looking to be a top six team anymore, that's the difference, mate. Like, we want players, we need players who are going to fit into what we have and what, what Pochettino is trying to grow. And what I've seen for Son, from Son in those last few weeks, he's not one of them. He can be talented, he can this. go and play I, for... I don't want to hear the anti-Son argument. Mate, anymore. like, it's, that's, that's good enough to play for, like, you know... Oh, I don't know. Deli Ali's world class. Mate, Deli Ali is world class. Deli Ali's brilliant. I'm gonna say I don't care. I don't care about caveat. I'm not gonna say oh in a few years into this. No, already. Like people have said it about Paul Pogba for years. Deli Ali's on that level for me. Deli Ali is like one of the best young players in Europe. He's one of the best young players I've ever seen. Yeah, I like that he punches people as well. Yeah, I really like that. I fucking love it. I don't give a shit. I don't. I don't. Like I understand. Oh, you know, he cost us this fuck off. Like. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Everyone's been moaning for years about Spurs never having any bollocks. We finally got this young player. Because he's not malicious. The thing is. What he's doing, it's not fucking Charlie Adam leg breaking tackles. And it's standing his ground. It's the same with like Eric Dyer. Yeah, those tackles were fucking hard he put in against Chelsea. (laughs) They weren't leg breakers. Again, they they weren't. The the last one on Fabregas, I think there was a little bit of uh, intent there, which is fine because Fabregas is a horrible little prick and he deserves to have his legs broken, really. All all Um, three of them were red card challenges. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It it makes it even more glorious that you only got a yellow card for him. No, I loved it, Jack. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I don't, I don't see the uh, that that they were straight red cards is a bad thing. I thought, you know, it was situationally appropriate. Something I take pride in. <laughs> if we, if we, do you know, if we're gonna go balls out, you've you've had your son moment, mate, right? If we're gonna go balls out, Christ, don't. What you're I would love, I would love to be proven wrong about son. I'm just air the unpopular opinions. Yeah, and this isn't again. He can change. He can get back. This is. It's merely an observation. It's merely. It's not glazing over everything with lily white tinted specs. Yep. Maurice isn't good enough. No, no, no. I don't agree <laughs> with that for a second and I hate that that's I hate that that's actually creeping into civilized discussion as well. Like it's the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard from I, Spurs fans. I've seen to people look the other Hugo day Maurice. questioning whether or not he's got future as our captain or not the other day. It's bollocks, but what, what's your unpopular opinion? People, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not a comfortable truth. But I feel there's an air of truth in this. I feel that if he's global going warming to, doesn't exist. <laughs> no, if he's going to basically, if Eric Dyer is going to stay playing in the centre midfield, he needs to continue to step his game. I think he's taken his foot off the gas. Slightly towards the end season, yeah. And I think he had no gas to put his foot on. To be fair, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But when, so I I, basically I I noted in Liverpool and in Chelsea somewhat as well. Teams have started to wake up to the fact that there is an air of with our team: stop Dembele, you stop Tottenham, and. I've no like I noted that people started to say, well, you know, Dembele reverted to type a bit. He doesn't really like being put under pressure, so on and so forth. And the same Ryan Mason, I know you're saying he's not good enough, seven Ryan Mason got a lot of shit and he was told he wasn't good enough, blah blah. I think in both of these instances, Eric Dyer needs to be held slightly accountable for that. I think Eric Dyer hasn't really stepped up in those times when he probably could have done. Um, and I get that it's his first season in that position, but I don't think he he actually provided enough cover to to his partner in midfield. I don't think in in those games he's helped. I don't think he helped Ryan Mason at all. I think Ryan Mason has been pretty much you know left out to draw. Like I no, know. I, you know I, I feel a little bit bad about what I said about Mason. I um 
like, I mean, I, he has been I, 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 I don't think he is good enough, and I, I do think he should be sold. Uh, I, just, yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I don't. I don't mean the fuck off and get out of the club because I, I, I <laughs> like I, that's just that's not fair. Like he's just he's done his best. He's just not quite good enough, and and that that doesn't deserve a fuck off and get out of the club. That deserves a pat on the back. Thanks for everything. Have a good career. So yeah, don't at me with I your fuck. Yeah, I you. Just, I, I don't think I that think, is an unpopular opinion, Jack. I, I think, think he's started fair. to believe his own hype a little bit. That's it. The only things I'd, the only things I'd, I'd say about that, Jack, is that perhaps the position he's been asked to play, defensive midfield, and sort of keeping both of, you know, shielding defence and helping link with attack and playing with some. It's one of the, the most multifaceted and and sort of nuanced yeah. positions yeah. on the park. Uh, the defence we made for other players is, you know, you take into account the rage, you take into account the learning mm-hmm. they've still got to do, um, and sort of the. Fact that it is, as you say, his first year in that position. He's shown the ability in the past that he he can learn clearly, and he he has got the the ability to to sort of push himself and and really yeah, yeah. come on strong in in games when sort of it's there for him to do. And there's there's not many occasions on which he's he's gone missing. I, I don't think personally. Um, I think I think so. One of the things, mate, with another like, season just, under just, his belt, I just, maybe I just feel like I need to qualify this. Yeah, slightly. I think no, I think it's I'm perfectly not, fine. Not, there there are definitely things no, no, that no, need no, to no, be no. added to his game. Or, 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 or literally, he's not a fully I'm formed. Saying. He's not a fully formed defensive midfielder by or, any stretch of the imagination. Also, no, uh, no, and I, I I just think that I think we everyone collectively perhaps has at times this season gotten somewhat swept up in all these lads are there. Fuck, these lads are amazing. These lads are brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Part of the process is actually understanding and learning that some of these lads aren't aren't always there, you know. And they and are the, just lads at the end of the day as well. Yeah, they they they've still got work, you know, stuff to work on. You know, as much as I love Danny, and yeah, I've fucking argued with you two about Danny Rose and Ben Davis and everything. Much as I fucking love no, Danny no, Rose, Danny Danny Rose has um has has improved. Like I I, I think. If at the beginning of the season there was a contest between Davis and Rose, yeah, but I I think now Rose is a clear first choice as opposed to you know it being a a genuine contest back in September. Rose has really improved. Danny Rose has cemented his really, really got better. And yeah, there are deficiencies, but you know. Do you know what it is with those? What what winds me up about Ben Davis so much is that I I I I I see where you guys are coming from in the respect that Ben Davies is probably technically and at least defensively, he's a better player than Danny Rose. Yeah. He is he he his position he's like his positional awareness is much stronger. I think his range of passing is yeah. when it's on form is a lot better. And I think his vision going forwards is a lot better. He's not physically he's not as much an athlete no. as Danny Rose. No, is. and I don't think it's even close either. I mean Rose is a far better much. athlete. But Ben Davies has not Got any bollocks? That's yeah. what irritates me. I mean, I know that sounds so. You know what? Tri- he, d- he's he, he puts the occasional niggly one in every now and then. He's, he's, he's always a yellow man, card. He, just, he gets so. Yeah, but Rog, he's on he's yellow card for stupid stuff rather than kind of yeah, like outright yeah. nastiness. He's like, yeah. he doesn't. He just disappears. He shrinks like un- uh, in the occasion. Like, there's only so many times like I can watch Ben Davies go out there and just disappear and become yeah, yeah, yeah. in a game. He's the mate that you draw on at the end of the night out, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just he gets bullied, and it just it, goes home and so wets himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I don't know. He's because he's such. The reason why he frustrates me is because he's such a good player. Fuck, this is a negative. Podcast. No, but the there's thing so is, is that like I, I think I think there's just like I, I think everyone knows that there's a lot to be happy about, and I I that generally I think we're all coming from the same place. Is that 
like the lingering um the lingering emotion from this season is great pride i just think that kind of we're at a stage where because we feel that there's a real progression close it's much more tempting to pick at the margins the kind of the the sort of the the imperfections yeah. around the squad and um and you know we've got to mix in sort of like some pretty hurtful stuff's gone on in the last few weeks and fucking arsenal again no but i I, I, I care about arsenal how the fuck did they finish up i care yeah but it's it, yeah us? but it's it's not even how? it's not a hatred directed at arsenal because in truthfully it shouldn't have even been in arsenal's hands to do anything no it's it's, it's not really that's about them so that's what makes it worse yeah, but yeah it, it, that, it is exactly that but it means that the sort of the the irritation is not really directed at arsenal because it's about us and i think in a way that's almost a, a sort of a development because I think that we outplayed Arsenal for the majority of the season and you know in time people realised that Arsenal only really started to play well once their season had finished once all the expectation had drained out and once they, they couldn't possibly win the title then they started to perform and realistically that's quite damning um, we fell we fucked it up we've got to live with that fine but I, I, I think that the, this summer is is this summer's really important because it's crucial that people identify, like the people who matter, not us. Like people who actually matter identify. You'll be getting rid of half the fucking squad if it was up to you. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I, I stand by what I've said about getting rid of people. Like, not maybe with, with the nastiness directed at, at, um, at Ryan Mason, but the other two can go. Um, and I, I don't care to who. Um, but I just think it's important. You know, our entire, our entire squad is built and our recruitment model is built around character scouting and a depth of recruitment that you know has, has been incredibly advantageous to us like Deli Ali has been valuable not just because he's incredibly talented because he's quite a nasty little bastard as well and we want a player like that like he's not intimidated by occasions and and you know um the bigger the game the better he seemed to play um we we want more of that and less of the kind of talented but you know I'll play when I want to stuff um, and and that's what we're reacting to, and I think it's completely reasonable. Uh, I think I think we're going to spunk quite a lot of money this summer. You know, I think I think as much as we we can say, oh, you know, one season shouldn't shift the goalposts. I think this season, well, I think mean, it'd be silly to not think this TV revenue is so big, Jack. That like it doesn't. It I mean, like it, it, it's, it's TV such a huge, huge. West Ham are chucking money all over the place. Levy knows we got to do. We got a fucking. St- we got Somebody a at West Ham's written a, a blank coming. check for thirty-one million, and the they don't want to throw it they, away. Don't, they don't know who to give it yeah. to. But the thing, the thing, the problem West Ham will have is that, like, I was reading yesterday that, um, obviously they bid for Alexander Lacazette, and they bid thirty-one million as Rod says. But Lacazette doesn't want to play for for West Ham because he wants to play in the Champions League. And the what's the other guy called Matty Botticelli uh, or Bechui, who's yeah, yeah Marseille. He's actually Belgian. I always thought he was French, but he's actually Belgian. Um, yeah, he's in the Belgium squad. He's not a thirty-one million pound player, um, from what what I've seen. But I suppose that's that's, that's the nature of the beast now, because everyone knows the Premier League clubs got a lot of money, so you know they can name their price and we'll be able to pay it. But I mean, there's a difference. We we are we'll we'll pay inflated prices, but we'll we have the benefit of being able to offer someone Champions League football. And also, like I know it's a bit of an inconvenience, but we'll be playing at Wembley for for two years. You know, and I think that is, um, it's not a White Hart Lane. It's, it's Wembley for one year, isn't it? Well, there's one, but I imagine we'll do we'll do a deal for the second year as well. We're not away for two years. We're away for one year. I thought we were away for two years. 
No, we're away for one year. They build sort of the half-built Roman Coliseum around the stadium next season, and then they knock it down, and then the process of the next year, we spend one year away from White Lane while the stadium's finished, and then we move back in. There's not a two-year gap. There's okay, because I, I thought I, I thought we were moving in 2018. No, no, oh. we move in next season, so season after next. Oh, okay, all right. Well, one next year. Wembley. Next season's our next season's our last season at White No, I know that we we leave at the end. Of then the it's next Wembley. Season, but I thought we then we... it's Wembley, and then it's new White Lane. Really? Okay, I thought that was 2018. Fine, whatever. The point stands though, and that <laughs> Wembley is actually quite a big bargaining chip with players. It's quite a nice place to play for, for, for a sort of a foreign player. It's not ideal. It's not a new White Hart Lane. It's not current White Hart Lane. And so we're all going to be a little bit sort of um, uh, displaced during that period. But, you know, we've got a pretty big hand um, to play in the market. Um, not necessarily financially, can but you, just can emotionally. Can you see us bringing in, like how we did with Van der Vaart, can you see us maybe getting one of those... Second tier, I would say. Good players. players like an Isco. Someone May like I'd take an like Isco. A... Jesus, I'd take an Isco. What a well, player. he's fallen out of favour at Madrid. Yeah, well, he has though. done. Like... Well, it depends, man. I, I suppose it's going to depend on... Like, I, I think we can afford to pay big transfer fees. I'm not sure we're going to go to big wages. I, I, I don't think that's an unrealistic target for Spurs. No. Like someone like of that ilk. Well, if, if he's asking... It depends what he's asking wage-wise, Jack, doesn't it? Because, I mean, I, we're not going to... We'll we'll pay one-off fees and sort of structure fees. I don't think we're going to lumber ourselves with like players that are on two fifty a week or something. I, I think no. no. We're not going to pay any. What's our top end now? One fifty a week, I think. Loris isn't it? Yeah, which is fine. I'm I think uncomfortable. Kane's with. on about one twenty now or something. Uh, I, I can't believe we're going to pay a player more than that, um, even with a, a new TV deal. Um, we used to pay. F- I said, I know I say this every single time, but it's it's still. We used to pay Modric like twenty five. Fourteen thousand, no, fourteen thousand pounds. Fourteen grand, 14 grand a week until we joke. until we qualify for Champions League. <laughs> it's the one weird little fact I'm weirdly proud of about our club is the fact that we had perhaps the world's best midfielder in in currently playing the game. Is <laughs> is we were paying him less than a Championship footballer. That lad is he's a phenomenon. He's so good. No, don't want to talk about him. Don't want to talk about him. No, no. No, he's so good. want to sell him for not having having art in a second. Let's um I'm not I'm not wrong about Son. Should we do some questions? Yeah, I've got I'm pulled up here. Um Go back to Leverkusen. Jesus Christ, Zach Goldsmith. Nick Cohen says, um, do the panel believe uh, that from our established first eleven, there is a panel. player that what? What do you say? I, I think I think panel flatters us a little bit. Oh yeah, I, I replied to that I like straight that. away. I replied to him and said panel lol or something like that, and he said I was just <laughs> <laughs> I responsive ever collection ever. of like people with nothing to do on a Wednesday night. I think and, uh, <laughs> he, re- he he responded. Um, it was out of respect. You can replace it with assorted rabble if you like. There you go. It makes more sense. Um. From our settled establishment first eleven, is there any player that Potts would really like to improve on? You know, you know what um <laughs> what Jack was saying about Dyer, the two ones that sort of there's one that I made a shout for, which was Michael Carrick because he's yeah. on a free Hope and Carrick. sort of bring him on, you know, with an hour gone of every game. The the amount of games we've lost from he could be our closer. 
he's uh, exactly he's yeah. sort of like an Edgar Davids type um, signing like we did when we were going for the Champions League he can help uh, Eric Dyer add the nuance to his game that Jack was on about he, he knows how to win the league he's played in the Champions League he's you know he's he doesn't have the legs he, he well he's never really had any legs but he's got the brains and he's mm. the sort of you know he's the sort of signing you want around the place well, he's a winner like as a, well the guy's won the Champions League I mean I know that sounds like a proper foot mountain but I, mean, I know it's underwhelming, but you don't you don't have to pay him as much. It's I think it's more of a sort of a a, a squad addition, sort of a good yeah, person yeah. to have around, and like so you, you don't I, have to I lean on Tom Carroll this season. But he's just looked so shot this year. So he's has everyone at Man United. Just done. I, I I just I think there's um I I mean I I don't think it'll happen. I think I think Carrick will probably go to Newcastle actually. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's that possible. seems kind so of likely he'd be to finish brilliant his career in the uh, as, championship. Yeah. He'd do like what Dean Whitehead does at town. Yeah, Tom. he'd be um, there sort although, of, yeah. But, um, I think one of the most underplayed players in Tottenham's recent history is, uh, and it, it gets touched over now and again, is Nuri Nabet, though. And the, fact the man who taught Ledley King he was a player. credits. Yeah. Well, Ledley King directly credits Nabet as being one of like the cornerstones of his own progression yeah. and his career. That he learnt more from Nabet than he did from years of coaching before that. Yeah, I bet he did. And yeah. Yeah. So there's something to be said for a player like Carrick, I guess. I just, I just think uh, we kind of like it'd be nice to like because this doesn't isn't going to affect our overall spending because these kind of players are available for very little money. You just, mm. you, you, you just, I think like a dash of winner would be quite helpful. The just other one that I um, somebody <laughs> actually replied to that three hundred grand a week dash of winner. <laughs> Get him in, mate. Mate, the man is a winner. Like, it's that. Imagine mate. the stuff that Kane could learn off of him. Mate, like, from the bench. Okay, nah. Mate, yeah. Zlatan literally sort of rips the 10 shirt off his back and writes his own name on top of it. <laughs> yeah. Builds his own statue what? outside the new Wild Inn and demands it's called the Zlatan Arena. Um, whatever people say, I, about I go with it. Actually. Would say <laughs> what a player. Whatever people say about well, that, man, fantastic. He. He would not have. He would have fucking read all of those players a right act in that Newcastle game. He would. He would have been back defending. He would. You saw what he did at White Hart Lane when we played AC that time. Yeah. He was all over the fucking place. Like he's not some arrogant. He did score though, did he? He is an arrogant twat. He didn't. Cheers, William Gallas. Yeah. He should have equalised in that um, first leg. Was he given for a foul? He fouled Woodgate. Yeah. 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 Oh, the good old days. But at the same time, he's not. He's not some. Like, he's got. He got enough yeah, to back it up. He's, he's arrogant in a kind of I'm better than you way, like a proper yeah. arrogance, not a kind of you know the good the guys. I mean, look, we're not going to sign Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So you, you'd be you'd be paying him a lot. Jack, no Jack, let it go. It's not. That's what's. That's what not going to happen. <laughs> Mate, we could. We're not. We're going to go to Man United. I know this. No, no, um, no, no, no you'll go to China. Surely, go to China. Like the money that they'll give him. I mean, the I, um, I'd love to see the him reply, in England, but you know, the reply I got to the um character, I can't remember who it was now, but somebody suggested that Schneiderlin is out of favour at Manchester United. So, given that he's got an existing relationship with Pochettino. There's a, a, positive, yeah, a possibility there. I think they'd want too much money, though, wouldn't they? They'd, they'd want to recoup their fee. Yeah, they'd want to yeah. want like 25, 30. Fee. I don't think. Can you imagine, again, though, can you uh, imagine Daniel Levy doing business him. with Ed Woodward? He'd leave with, you know, signed him for £2.50. And the, and, yeah. and the D to Old Trafford. 
Yeah. And he's given, yeah, and he's the way he's written the word of the contract, Ed Woodward thinks he's getting Harry Kane, but what he's actually got is like a signed picture. Yeah. <laughs> I just go back to, it's kind of a default position. And again, I don't actually think we'd be able to sign him now because of the season they've had and the sort of the progression tangent that they're on. But Waniyama, to play a boy. He hasn't had the best of seasons. I, yeah, but I, again, he he could um, he could player. do the old um, you know refuse to play for your trick that we've had people do to us in the past, um, because he's he's hinted at doing that um, in 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 windows gone by. The fact that he he, he is one to down tools and sort of shift mm. his feet about a transfer. Another one I was thinking about the other day. It seems a bit too obvious, but why not have a fucking punt on Kante? Why not give it a go? We're bigger you know, I read today that Kante's got a twenty million pound release clause. That's madness. If he ha- if he has, I mean, he we we won't be able to, and he, there's no reason why he'd. I mean, I buy, I bought a Kante. He wants to play for Arsenal, I think. Um, so, if you want to play for Arsenal, I'm going to say you probably don't want to play for Tottenham. It's kind of a binary situation, isn't it? Mm, maybe, but, uh, but I, I I don't. I, I mean. PSG or City. He's great, yeah. He's, look, I mean, to be honest with you, he, he'll get money thrown at him and he deserves to because he's been brilliant and he's a very, very good player. He might, but he might be shite next season. Though. You never know. So Yeah, maybe. 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 I, 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 think he's, I think he's brilliant personally. But I mean, um, you know, but uh, no, I, I wouldn't. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard one. I mean, you, like you could also say you could all, you know, I just think something, a little bit of experience in that midfield. I was watching... Um, I was I was watching the Italian Cup final uh, the other night, and I I, I thought um, this might sound silly in the cold light today, but a kind of we were we were talking about Carrick, but I wouldn't necessarily. You're going to say Montalivo? Yes. Jesus. Just as a as a not as a starter. Yes, Yeah, that kind of signing. I know that Montalivo and and uh, Cambiasso aren't the same player, but just a little bit of security. A bit of sort of you can bring oh, someone I on. Fucking love Cambiasso the years Leicester got him. I, I yeah yeah. Always loved him. I wrote that I didn't and I regretted it, but yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, oh, Reginald Golan, that's a player. Oh mate, he's off Chelsea, isn't he? That he's the one would that, be a player. Um, he's the one that. Um, Do you reckon? I, I reckon he's already... Pogba, mate. I think uh, someone Conte's, get Pogba. Um, I think City might um, get Pogba. He's the one that he's but isn't, isn't stuck his neck Conte out for. Isn't Conte like Pogba's mentor or something? Like the man that saved him from Man United? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, what, Conte? I thought Conte, yeah, was the man that saved Pogba's I, Well, I mean, to be honest, his, his agent kind of, that Mina Riola just sort of dug his heels in with United. And, and I think, I don't know, I just think the better transfer for Pogba is to go and play for Guardiola. I don't, I, I don't think Chelsea, I don't know, like... Oh, they're going to be they're going to be terrifying City are they the City going to win the league yeah I really hope that City sort of win the league by if we don't win the league if they win the league by sort of January just so that like everyone at the mail <laughs> can like delete their pre-written Guardiola fraud articles that they've already got saved on their desktop yeah yeah oh you know they're already they they've had them written there. since since it's out they've had it pre-written that you know you bring your tippy tappy football over here. It's never going to work. You know, you've come yeah. to a proper league sort of a thing. He, it's he it's will a lesser wipe evil. The floor with this league, I think. I, so yeah, it's a um, we'll see when uh, 
when what what depths Mourinho slums to at Manchester United God, to stop like, him. The, that Manchester derby is going to be terrible to watch, isn't it? It's just going to be. So, uh, it's going to be awful. It's going to none be of like the uh, classicals were good. Yeah, but that was a um, terrible Casco era. That was just mm. awful. Anyway, next all question. I'm going to say is, you know, for for all I will say just quickly on this, like for all the negativity and blah that I, I that maybe you know, the accusations of negativity, I should say that maybe maybe they come from <laughs> this episode. I. I think Spurs are still going to be up in the fight next year. I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be up there, mate. I think our, I think we've got some of the best players in the league in their positions. I think Deli Ali is one of the best players in the league already. I think Toby Alderweireld is. I, I wouldn't have another centre back in the Premier. League. No, but in, in uh, he's the best centre back in the league by quite a way as well. I think. I don't yeah. think it's he did. If he I, did I, have I, a very questionable end to the season, he had to play at fullback yeah, though, didn't he? So. You know. Like I, I don't even buy the whole kind of like you know. Let's be growing up about this. Admit that Koscielny's better than Toby Alderweireld. No, <laughs> I don't think anybody no, said no, that. Did they? No, it's like the couple of people. Have said the it. gaggle of virgins. It, uh, you know, he he sort of talked about Arsenal yeah, on the internet. Just, uh, yeah, like, next, just, should we go on to the next question? Yeah. Um, Josh Kane, Josh Brownspurs says, "When does the pain stop?" And I replied to him, death. Yeah, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which I think is, is appropriate. Let's move on from that. Yeah, we've next covered that. Um, somebody's asked us about Arsenal. I'll, I'll ask you the question, but I think we've already covered it. Um, do you think we worry too much about finishing below Arsenal and not enough about finishing third? No, they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, you know... Um, Move on. Aside from Dembele, which player are you most impressed by with as far as improvement over the season? Uh, Lamella. Lamella. Yeah. Eric, Eric Lamella. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or Eric Dyer. I love Eric Dyer. I love him. I know I had a little dig at him, but I fucking love the man. Oh, yeah. He's, he's absolutely outstanding. Yeah. Um, best and worst individual performance of the season. I think that may be. Ooh. So that's like one player's best performance. and Things like that. Okay. Seb's going to say Sun at Newcastle for worst one, isn't he? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, definitely. Um, oh, that's tough. Oh, Fazio in the League Cup runs it close. Um, yeah. Fazio did not, not have a be. good game against Arsenal. <laughs> uh, like Christian Eriksen was absolutely incredible in Man City away. Uh, yeah. And Swansea away. Yeah. yeah. Um... um Harry Kane was pretty good in Arsenal away and at home. Bournemouth um, as well. Yeah. I, I would give it to uh, Ali Arsenal away. He was absolutely brilliant. And it was, it was, it was so novel as well because we didn't really know what we had at that point. He was just sensational at the Emirates. I thought that was kind of... That's the, that, I'd say that's, that's the performance I've taken most pride from. If that really answers the question, I don't know. But uh, it's hard to judge, isn't it? I think Ericsson in the uh, Manchester United home game where we won three nil was he pulled every string possible in that match. Yeah, he did. He did. It was outstanding. Yeah. Um, I don't have too many worse ones. Um, I mean, the, the Fazio one obviously springs to mind and things like that. But Bentaleb Man United many. away. <laughs> Vorm had a Vorm had a string every where he just sort Vorm's of let played. things go through. Mate, Vorm's like yeah, that, that's an error we have to improve. Not good enough as a backup. Uh, I think the whole team Newcastle away. That's I'll just give that. Uh, uh, my word. You don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to point out one man. 
Well, no, because I think, again, like, as much as we said, like, we can't really name individuals who have done really well this season. Like, because that's, that's the nature of what Pochettino has built. And that's, that's the biggest positive from this season. The biggest thing. And the thing I'm so overjoyed about is seeing the fractured shit, the fractured mess we've watched over. As much as I loved him, AVB, it was a fucking pile of shit at times. He's having a year Sherwood off now, isn't he? Just, yeah, Sherwood was just fucking, it was unrecognisable. It wasn't my team. It wasn't the club I support and love. It was nothing. Fucking shambles. It was a conduit to Tim Sherwood's fucking ego. That's all that it was. And it was nothing. The club was a joke. It was an absolute fucking joke. And to see what Pochettino has achieved in terms of creating not only a solid, cohesive playing side, he's, like, shored up the club so much. We've given us so much identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't put that all on Pochettino's shoulders. A lot of that probably is a lot of the backroom staff and things like that. But you just... There are no... There aren't enough superlatives, really, to fully give credit to the seismic shift that's taken place at Spurs. If it wasn't for that, for that environment of sort of togetherness and love that has been created by that, we wouldn't be half as annoyed and upset as we are right now. No. And I mean, look, look, like it, 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 you just, you cannot underplay, like, you know, it's all well and good to, for someone now, for someone like Mourinho to come in and take over at Manchester United and for people to say, oh, look at what he's done. You know, Van Gaal ran that club into the ground and blah, 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 which is what's going to happen. Let's be honest. Mourinho's probably going to win the league in the next couple of years with Man United and everyone's going to fucking lord him as a special one again and blow all that smoke up his ass. But really, in, in essence, what he has at Man United is unlimited spending power, the name of one of the three biggest clubs in the world. So... Because uh, they, they do. They rate alongside Barcelona and Real Madrid as one of the biggest football clubs on the face of the planet. So they can pretty much sign any footballer they want. They have a, a gargantuan fan base. They have just unlimited resources and a playing like playing staff there that are woefully underperforming. Like that, that team really, yeah, they've got some gaps and stuff, but they, they have a lot of seasoned international players that should be doing a lot better than they are. That wasn't the case at Spurs. If if we actually look at what Pochettino took over, it was a mismatched group of players that have been signed by various different managers. I think we got rid of about perform, 20 players this summer as well. Yeah, to, to perform under different teams in different regimes. and it, it was all over the shop, everything. There was no real vision off the pitch other than we want to get bigger and we want to build a stadium. That's that's all Spurs have been for the past few years. We want to get in the Champions League and we want to build a stadium. But now we're actually like we're a team with purpose. We're a team that uh, that's probably unfair because we have. We as far as the club were concerned, as well, Jack, as well. the Champions League aspirations were mainly there. As, as far as the club are probably concerned, because they wanted to help pay for that stadium and help fill yeah. it. So it's not as if the the. The Champions League ambitions were purely in terms of a, a sporting success. It was, again, the bottom line comes to the the additional funds that come in as well, which, um, you know, might sound a bit harsh towards Enoch because I'm I'm not a sort of a Levy out person by any stretch of the imagination. But at the end of the day, if if 
if it if it helps the books, then you you can't imagine that he's going to be too far away from supporting it. No, and you know I, I, I've said enough. Like Pochettino's just he's done a great job. We've got so much to be happy with. He's I wasn't even that convinced when we signed him. You know I thought oh, it's another AVB. It's whatever. It's it's just another flavour of the month. But the man's he's he is something special, and I'm not going to let yeah. that poor end of the season. Take that way. Although he shouldn't have gone for that fucking run to Alex Ferguson. I don't care. <laughs> Did, that, were you, we, me and Jack, was me, an and, uh, me and Fergie, to, well. me and uh, Fergie, fucking hell. I've not gone for lunch with him. Me and Seb spoke about that on the uh, the lost uh, Southampton tips where we, we chucked him away because, again, it was out of date. But, um, yeah, we, we disagreed with that. I didn't. I didn't much care I didn't. about going for lunch with Fergie. It didn't piss me off whatsoever. I didn't. I didn't care. It, it, it didn't piss me off, but what well, I did. It scared me. Off. It did piss me off. The timing. The timing was shit, and I. I think there was more to it than him. Just you know, if if you can honestly say that the the topic of conversation of him one day managing Man United wasn't raised whilst they were talking, then. No, 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 no! Don't, 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 don't! No, not right. That's all I'm saying. And it, it was. You're right, but let's like let's not do this. Bad. You're 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 quite right, but blah 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 blah. Yeah, but yeah, it, it yeah. just it, it irritates me. I me too. Pochettino may be getting a bit ahead of his team. Yeah. Um, but again, he's a he's a young man learning his trade, and he's an ambitious guy. He's a very ambitious guy. So you know, here's that's a part um, of the, the glory of what we have. With here's him. a. Good question Christ, from Dot Dominic Taylor ninety seven. He says five legends to give speeches at the closing of the lane next year. Which five would you choose? Lady King. Yeah, I'd I'd just give it Ledley personally. Just let Ledley speak for ten minutes, do a couple of fireworks, play a montage, and leave. No taxis on the pitch, no Cockney rejects, nothing that's at all cheesy. Um, just you know, I, I, the the bare minimum. But do it with the right level of sort of gravitas and and well-meaning, and uh, I think that will will mean a lot more and go I, a lot further I, than just I, sort of flash in the pan sort of nonsense that was. I done would like time. all of our um, historical captains there that who are still living, of course. I want the surviving doubles. Double yeah, you know, because I wouldn't want to leave out someone like Gary Mabbott. I mean, like he, I, I, I love Gary Mabbott. I know he wasn't. But not on player. a fucking taxi on the pitch. Just no, like, no, no, not, 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 not an attacky, like, porn baron West Ham way. Just, like, tastefully done. Teddy Sheringham can fuck off a bit. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I soured on Sheringham after the Man United thing. Um, so I'm not, yeah. And he's, he's... There's not really a club in London that Teddy hasn't played for, is there? Apart from he's also, Chelsea, like, maybe. I mean, yeah, it just has, it can never be the same, really. Um... But yeah, I'd, I'd like to see all of our like our living captains. So I no, well, you can't do five. You have to do, you know. Uh, what and let them all say their piece. I'll just come out. No, for no, no, no. Just like you know, just just you know, there for the crowd, not in a kind of you know. Let's let's be there for four hours while we all just you know chat around and like toss around anecdotes. Just like make sure they're there. Make sure they're part of it. You know, just just. It's really it important goes without, that the right It goes without saying, you say this, Seb, but it, it goes without saying that obviously Sol Campbell isn't invited. As no, no, was, of course There not. were rumours around the time of Ledley King's testimonial that that was a, something that had... No, a, no, a you, you leave him out, of course. Like, I mean, you don't... I think I hope the club 
um, have that sort of. Uh, have that nah, the, the club would like you, you. First of all, you don't invite someone with that lack of moral fiber, but also um, you just, from a security point of view, like you, you, of course not. Um, it goes that saying quite right um, because I think there would be a, and I understand this, but I, I think there's, there's probably a danger that um, you know, you sour the occasion with. I, it's okay to hate Sol Campbell, but some of the things that have been sung at him in the past have not been okay. Um, obviously, there's a line there, and you, you just anytime you you die, it's like a red red rag to a bull, isn't it? So, um, which this is from Ollie Connors, uh, who says, which do did you uh, prefer watching, current squad or King Modric Van der Vaart Bale era Redknapp squad? Uh, this one. I would say this one, yeah. Because that that like they were a wonderful group of players, of course, but they were fragile and like people as times passed, you've forgotten that they were also capable of being quite shit. Um, they were capable of losing at home to Wigan and Wolves, and you know that, those kind of performances. They were flaky, and I I hated them a little bit for it. Um, so as much as I love, they'd have beaten Mount, Newcastle away at sort of half pace three 0 though. Yeah, but they would they would have got beat, <laughs> they would have got beaten four 0 by Man City. They would have finished or, seventh as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they would have been the best team in the league on a talent basis, but they'd have still yeah. managed a way not to finish in the Champions League places. What yeah. about you, Jack? No, no, Jack is. Uh, Jack has he gone taken, for a shit? He's gone for leave of absence. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! It's just us two. Um, let's pad then while he's padding his ass. Uh, which group do you hand Pierce Morgan over to? ISIS or a Mexican drugs cartel? Ooh, drugs cartel. Yeah, I think they'd be. Um, I can't stand. I, At least ISIS a video it though, so you could watch it back after. Uh, no, no, because Morgan in a way would probably enjoy the publicity. Um, yeah, I would so help him push his Mexican publicity. Me- Mexican cartel don't give a shit about publicity; they just do. So you know. Yeah, he he'd be found in about twenty years, just randomly in a ditch somewhere, wouldn't he? There'd be no- nothing said. No, no, he ju- he just disappear. It'd be the worst. <laughs> it would be the worst thing imaginable for Morgan just to vanish, like. Just, yeah. just be over. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, yeah. You've shown you're working, and yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah, and I agree. Cartel's the way to go. Was Mason coming on versus the Chavs and clearing out Hazard from behind his best and last big moment for Spurs? Yeah, yeah. No, it's not his best moment. It's his last moment. What was his best moment for Spurs then? Um, I think his first performance away at Arsenal was fantastic. Y- the great shout. Yes, exactly that. He was excellent, but um. Yes, he, he he really did have a good game. He, but it, Jesus it, it was a bit of a Jamie O'Hara though. That wasn't it. I mean, he he was also Jamie like, O'Hara wants Mark Cristiano Ronaldo off game. Yeah, but like in O'Hara made his debut for for Tottenham, um, if his Premier League debut at the Emirates, and he was excellent. But yeah. not so much we've, after that. We've got quite a good history of players making their debut against Arsenal. Yeah, or one of their first Premier League games against Arsenal. That's always big Wilson. Palacios. Yeah, loved Wilson. Um, and uh, Dalia Leeds, one of first Dalia Leeds goal games was against them, and so was uh, Danny Rose, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've not must miss, missed much, Jack. Um, oh. Pretty sure I just heard the devil screaming for mercy as I flashed that back into the end. <laughs> uh, how was the how was how was the squatty potty? Awful. It was good. Came into good effect, but I didn't really need it. That was diabolical. Should we, should what are you finish? eating today? We, no, no, no. You know what his vegetarian diet's like? 
Shall we finish the pod now? Um, we can do, yeah. Well, um, we'll go and play rugby league live, Jack. I mean, Raj, not Jack. Yeah, you've thrown away FIFA. Uh, Let's talk about this actually, because yeah. you need bringing back down to a level. Uh, it's got nothing hu- to do with. It's, it's not. It's not very hubris. arrogant. It's not hubris. It's not hubris at all. Hubris and party of the man. You did a you did a shuffle in the shop as you traded in. I, this is a direct quote from Tuteb is that I've traded in FIFA because it got too easy. No, I don't mean against you two. How, how just do you in think general. that makes yes, me and Jack feel? No, no, no. no, but it, exactly. no, no I, I didn't think, look, in retrospect, I should have considered your feelings. But in my defense, it wasn't that it wasn't that, that caused it. It was like, I've always enjoyed the games that we've played. More so Jack, because he doesn't abuse me during the, the FIFA. Um, but like, I, I won the league with Spurs. And I won the league using without like um without signing anybody and it was fun. But then you got to the end of it and it was inc- it, like as an experience, it was incredibly underwhelming. When I was younger and you used to, to, to achieve something in a computer game, it would feel like you were achieving something. There'd be some special sequence or you're an adult now. Yeah, but it wasn't impressive, mate. Like it just went yeah, all, all I got was, yeah, they've won the league. Uh, my players sort of... That's all it's ever been. Yeah, but it's fucking shit, mate. That, that, that's a terrible way for FIFA that's, to that's, end. What did no, you expect? Was mate, I expected... Barclays going to say, knock down I wanted shit. to see, like... Surely you've learned they didn't that even, now, they so didn't even, They didn't even show me my players picking up the trophy. Oh, I they do. No, just it didn't show it. me. I didn't. I left it, and it didn't show anything. They just ran around, and they hugged each other a little bit, and then I went straight back to... to right start the next season i thought fuck this i've i've won reward me and it didn't so i will be back for fifa 17 but fifa 16 for now look we both we both know during the summer i'll get bored and i'll 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 buy like a knockoff copy for 15 quid and and come back but i really hope fifa 17 sort of makes distant shooting so hard so that next year you your powers of Mate, it's not just a distant shoot. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself, Raj. I'm an extremely talented FIFA player, and you, 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 you got routinely outplayed. Like I put the exclamation. The long, the long range shooting is the exclamation point. Not. Can we discuss about when you had the sixth best team in the world, Ireland, and I had Morocco, the lowest ranked nation? Yeah, but the rugby league live does not reflect that disparity. You know this. Don't, don't, uh, don't be disingenuous, Raj. I absolutely smashed you with Moroccan. Yeah, and what happened? Did you do the uh, Did you do the NRL commentary as well? He, he does. He he commentates <laughs> on Australian during it. So fuck. It's to the point where now, like when we play, I'm not like we're not having the microphone on. Like, can you give us a taste of it now, Raj? No, I can only do it. Can do it. It's like, sort of, I don't even do it consciously. Like, several attest this. Like, you I'll fucking do because, like, I, when I when I when I hit no, you with a big only, tackle, you revert back to your original accent. Well, oh, fucking hell, where's he come from? <laughs> that happened. Seb actually tackled one of my players so hard he hit the accent out of me. It was funny. He, uh, it was funny. He, he smashed one of our players really hard, and I was doing the accent. Um, and then uh, I stopped immediately, and uh, it was no longer a joke. It was funny. Uh, yeah, it got a proper old man belly laugh from Seb, which is when you can tell that he's been properly tickled. <laughs> one of those, yeah. Um, but yeah, somebody asked us um, if we're gonna. End this season in proper rule the roost fashion. They asked which um, television series they should be watching over the summer um, while there's no football. Game of Thrones. One that they may not be aware of, Jack. Any any sort of under the radar ones that you've become aware of? Uh, no, to be honest, right? 
I'm still like three weeks behind on Game of Thrones, man. It's really bad. Oh well, we can't discuss that then. You but you you like yeah. Game of Thrones as well, don't you, Seb? I've gone off it a little bit. I'm a bit bored by it now. <laughs> There's not, enough rumpy, I, not enough rumpy pumpy in it. For yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Seb's your standard no. tits and dragons. It's a little bit isn't it, Seb? Is it well, <laughs> the nervous laughter tells you? He yeah, actually, right. he, he watches it's a little bit true. He watches it on like thirty fast forward on Sky and just pauses it whenever there's a pair of baps out. <laughs> so he watches it. No, no. He watches it with Pamela Henderson. Did you? Did you? Uh, did um, you like our milk tray man aubergine? It was. It was. No, no. I just think it's best that we we leave some things un, undiscussed. Do you, do you two, by the way, we haven't discussed this openly, but do you two enjoy the new um, voice and spokesperson of Rule Roost, the text to speech? No, I do not enjoy that guy. That no, absolutely Look, not. Because it's just text to speech no, has his own personality. Just because he thinks no, you're this, a concept. This is, this is you at your most belligerent, <laughs> just like you're just so, so fucking hostile all the time. Like, I, I enjoy the fact that it probably... If we were doing now, I'd have to talk to you for three months now because the season's over. Yes, full belligerent Raj. I do not like voiceover guy whatsoever. See, right. this is it. I, I, I find the reaction I can imagine it gets from Seb funnier than the voice itself. Because I just imagine... <laughs> like, when I listen to it, I'm just thinking, this is going to be pissing Seb right off. And that's why I laugh. Yeah. The best one I like, ever did you, was you, um, when I inserted it in the middle of a podcast. You turned up at a very vulnerable time. No, that was not the best thing <laughs> That was like... like... <laughs> Seb's had this passionate 40-minute, really intelligent conversation with Moosa about football, and the only tweets we got for a week was about the fact that a text-to-speech bot called him a content times. <laughs> it is really funny when it swears, though. It, it's not me. You're betraying your age there. I'm 23, mate. All right. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Tables get, turning. Get Gloves off. Those lines, right? yeah. Yeah, 24 this year. Oh, Pack it in. Um, right. Have we got we got anything to say? I mean, I think to underline the podcast, I think it may have sounded um, negative. I'd, uh, negative isn't the word I'd use. I'd say perhaps disappointed. And I think, given the way it ended, that's understandable. Oh, everyone, no, mate, mate, we don't. Look, we're all hurting. It's fine. Like, it's. And joking aside, we are. It hurts hard. It's. It's a. It's a horrible thing. The last few weeks. So, like, if you have got a problem with this, fuck off. To be honest, because it, it's. <laughs> it's, it's no, but it's the nature of it. It's football, man. Football. It's like to you've got some sort of split personality disorder. Like every time, like you just randomly come out with this fuck off speech that you've. It's like you've no, got it's, one it's, speech pre-prepared and then you just attribute it's it to true, whoever who though, comes. It's one of the things I hate the most is that, like, you know, like overreactions during the season to minor stuff is nonsense. But you know, if you if it matters to you as much as it should, you should be hurting now and you should be slightly irrational because that is football. That is fandom. And so Does that mean in a few I, I, weeks' time you may come back and, and sort of when we haven't sold Sun come September, you'll be like Maybe I will, but then like it, it's 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 an absolutely fine response because he he betrayed our fan base on against Newcastle, as did a few no, other players. And, and so that, stop it. Go <laughs> back into this one. 
It's the strange. We've been going for two hours now. It's the so strangest opinion Seb's ever given on this podcast. And no, it's not. We've it's, spoken it's, to him about uh, dating on Tinder before. I no, I I I would like him sold, and I think he will be sold. Uh, so I bet you five of the Queen's finest English pounds that he's still there next season. Don't know, mate. Not sure I've got the cash at that bet. <laughs> Let's not push it out, mate. There's a recession. It's because you're in yeah, money-rich bath. Yeah, mate. Sort of think of all the things you can do. Getting delivery every day. <laughs> hey, mate. Delivery. You, uh, you the, the fifteen pound uh, spending minimum. So um, no. It's well, just, do you get uh, your week's I'd, dinner I'd on a Monday and then reheat it throughout? Oh no, yuck! I'm imagining Seb ordering lobsters from delivery. <laughs> No, no, I don't like like Seb definitely like uh, tips as well with the palming technique. Like he's got a tenner just folded into, gives his uh, driver a nice, nice handshake on his way out, slips the money through. No, mate, you know where I went to school. I just chuck it in someone's face, <laughs> like really aggressively. <laughs> anyway, plays the stereotype. There you That's go. What happens, isn't it? Jack, do you want to bring the? It's what down? you all fucking think, anyway. There you go. That's my sign off this season. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we can. I'm broken. We'll, I'm we'll just, play, we'll just, play Rugby uh, League live in a second, mate. I'm, and, in uh, fact, I'm, not, I'm not talking to you during it, though. Why not? I'll play you, but. I'll, I you promise not to do the accent. You will. I, everyone do the thought accent. I was going to have the biggest meltdown after this. Oh, no, I, Seb, I told you, cheers, Jack. mate. You've done me something. I'm, I'm just deeply unhappy. Seb's doubled down. Oh. Anyway. Seb's uh, gone full Jack. Yeah. Ten hours. <laughs> it's an owl, yeah. Don't. Say the no, you're not allowed to. That's over. Um. Anyway, let's finish. Uh. Yeah. Let's 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 be done. Jack, bring the curtain down on the season, will you, please? Thank you very much for giving us your ears for the past uh, season. I know we don't always come across that appreciative, but it is nice to know that uh, some of you are listening and you enjoy what we do. Um. Just know that we don't really care what you think about what we do, <laughs> other than we like you listening to it. Because it's you don't really like it. <laughs> and please, you listen, please, please, please listen in silence and don't offer any feedback. <laughs> if you don't like it, we don't care. Yeah. No, genuinely, thank you very much. It means a lot. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't. If you do want to listen to any of the previous episodes of. Couldn't care less. <laughs> we we have we have a good time, so it's all that matters. It's a good laugh. It is a good laugh. <laughs> this is a good time. <laughs> oh god! Oh, I just cut off my microphone. Acast, iTunes, at rtr underscore pod, rtrpod dot com. Peace out. Have a good summer. Come on, England. Hotspur. Whatever. We're going to win the Champions League. That's our new sign-off. You know I can't smile without you. I can't smile without you. I can't laugh and I can't sing. I'm finding it hard to do anything you see I feel. Sad when you're sad, I feel glad when you're glad. If you only knew what I
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.